At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to the Morning DNA. I'm Aaron Dice, the man of single black shirt. She is the Nate Hughes, the woman of a million distractions. And we're here to find out what uh, January 31st, 2022 is made of this morning. When What's did it up? become 2022 again? Can we talk about that I for don't a know. second? I, no, no, because okay. it's just been a time warp. This whole pandemic has just been a time warp. It's been insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks for joining us this morning, guys. Uh, we've entered into a, a state of uh, um, some sort of malaise, uh, thanks to the pandemic. So, thank you. Um, so, so today, my number one goal is to not touch my face with this hand. Right before going live, I decided to put Tiger Bomb on my shoulder because my shoulder's hurting a little bit. Oh, okay. All right. Have, have any of you used Tiger Bomb before? Highly recommend it. I use it all the time when I... Uh, uh, practice martial arts because it's really good on bruises. It just kind of like helps the bruise to just mm-hmm. dissipate quickly. It's got the nice little uh, topical tingle going on, you know, for, mm-hmm. for it just gets deep into your muscles and kind of helps just to heal them. But that stuff should not be in your eye. And now that I have clapped my hands together, this hand also <laughs> should not touch my eye. Usually Keep your I, hands away from your face, Danae. Keep your I hands use, away from yeah. your face. I apply it uh, and then I usually go wash, but I did not mm-hmm. do that because we're going live. We're live. Mm-hmm. We're live. We're doing it live. I'm really happy to be here um, with you guys. Uh, Doc Tran- uh, Transy, thank you for the biddies. Um, Alfalfa VR, Hunter, and Moogie Moogans, thank you for the follow. I really yeah. appreciate it. And thanks everybody in the chat for being here, both on Twitch and elsewhere. We really appreciate you guys joining us every How do you Monday. feel about doing a uh, top of the show you question for somebody who's not going to be able to stick around till the end? Uh, hell yeah. All of right. Uh, yeah. Polly Lewis says, oh, dang, I'd love to join today, but I have to work. So quick early you question muffins with or without nuts. Danae, you first. Yeah, muffins, yes. <laughs> I like. Nuts I mean, does not enter into the equation. No, Just, no, no. For me, it's not nuts at all. Like, it's about the how well it's made. Right. A well-made muffin is a well-made muffin. You eat the muffin. You, it's flavorful. You enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's got a little crunch in there, that's okay with me. It's okay with me. Like banana nut. It's like banana nut bread for me, but in muffin form. Especially if well, it's yeah. banana. If it's banana nut, that I'm all for a nutty muffin. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Uh, if it's a banana. Nut muffin, then nut is right in the name. So let's go ahead and put nuts in there. Um, but yeah, I don't mind. I don't. I don't mind uh, some nutty crunch in in my muffin. You know that my favorite muffin. This is going. This is not going to surprise wow. anyone. Oh wait, my, should we guess? Uh, uh, sure. Feel free. Feel free to guess. Feel okay, because you guess. said this is going to not surprise no one, so it instantly makes me think that I should know the answer. 
Okay. So, okay. so your favorite muffin mm-hmm. is the pl- it's a pl- it's a plain experience because mm-hmm. you yes. are a super taster, mm-hmm. and so flavor is dangerous for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's risky. Can be risky. You love peanut butter, but I don't know if anyone makes peanut butter muffins, so I'm not going to say. Peanut I'm sure butter muffin. somebody has, but th- that's not a common enough thing that I've had those. I mean, what's the plainest muffin that there is, Chat? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love pumpkin muffins too. Inward hard flip, like desperately. Add, add aging to plain. Okay, so chat. What that means is that his taste buds are changing. They're no, no, dying no. That's not what that means. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's that's a false. <laughs> that was a false clue. I, I mean, it's not a false clue, but it was a. Yeah, I can understand why you would think that's what that clue meant, but that's not what that meant. Um, Castro says muffin flavored muffin. Uh, this is the answer. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that is the answer. No, uh, chat's got it. Chat's absolutely got it. The brand muffin? Yeah, it's a brand muffin. Brand muffins, That's man. That's what Ollie like, said, too. Just a plain brand muffin is so good. Um, there's there's something about that brand flavor that I really, really like. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. If you make a good brand muffin. Mm. Yes. I don't know that I've ever had a brand muffin before. Just a plain brand? You've never had a brand muffin? No, I think I've only had flavored muffins. Like <laughs> Brand is a flavor. It's a flavor. It's a beautiful flavor. <laughs> Let me specify, like a like a blueberry muffin, banana muffin, pumpkin muffin. I don't think I've ever had just a brand muffin before. I do love pumpkin bread. There is really something beautiful about a, a moist pumpkin baked good uh, that is really, really good. Uh, Eli says, Aaron, what do you consider your most bold, spicy, out there food choice? Cream of mushroom soup? <laughs> 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 oh my oh wow getting crazy getting crazy in here oh my god the salt um, the salt content here, alone here's here's an interesting i don't it's not it's not i like the taste of jalapenos so that might be interesting i don't eat a lot of jalapeno peppers per se but like the jalapeno taste is i think a pleasant taste i like that taste so maybe that mm. counts i don't know Danae, mm. you know me. What's my what's my craziest food? Like, what do I like that you'd be surprised? That most people would be surprised at. Is there anything spicy I like? There's not, is there? Well, so you've been eating HelloFresh meals. That's shocking mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, that surprised me a lot, guys. I I itched right here, and right here Oops. is now burning a little bit. <laughs> Dang it! By the way, for those listening on the podcast, right here is the nose. Right what's between the, the nose and the yeah, top lip. What's the slide from the the nos the middle of the nostrils down to the the middle of your top lip? There is a name. Lip. There's what's a name the, for that little, little indentation. What's the little swoopy whoop? I, the <laughs> I, think that's techni- I think that's technically the name. The swoopy whoop. It's the lip swoop. The 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 loopy. Nope. It's not a word. <laughs> I was trying to think of lip swoop swoop. It's the philtrum. <laughs> the full the philtrum or the full p h p h i l t r u m. You wow, touched your philtrum. Chat. Was it the chat that got that, or was that you Googling? No, I just Googled it real quick. Jiminy criminy. Put gloves on, Danae. (laughs) (laughs) I actually have incredibly dainty gloves in my office up Mm -hmm. here that were given to me from, like, my grandmother. They're super old, like, lace gloves that have just the smallest little details on there. I could just... The problem is, is that the, the material on them is so fine that I'm sure... It would just leak through. I don't. I don't. I don't have too. I just. It's too much. I put too much on my hands. What do I do with my hands? <laughs> yeah, just hold. Just hold them there. Just hold <laughs> them is, there. This is the rest of my show. Uh, unfortunately, is just me sitting in front of the microphone like this. 
Mr. Halfbit says the snot slot is another name for the filtrum. Oh, yes, um, that's so, what it is. Yeah. That's the flavor. I think that's, I think <laughs> the flavor. Are we back to muffin flavors? I read flavor <laughs> on the chat. It just came out of my mouth. All right, you ready to shoot a dough? Yes, I'm ready to shoot it. All right, we're going to do the D and A in U. So we'll have a D topic and A topic and as many U topics as we can get through. So the D topic is Danae's topic for the day. The A topic is my topic for the day. And then uh, your U questions will happen at the end of the show. We answer as many as we can. So Danae, what is your D topic for today? Mine is a question is who is or was the collector, the person that collects things in your life? What did they collect? I come from a very collect-like family. Um, my grandfather collected books. Uh, who is, I'm going to talk about him today. My mother is a collector of things. I obviously collect things. Although I don't collect sets, I just collect memories more. Mm -hmm. Is a kind of like my collection of, of items. Right. Um, but because I've been, so my grandparents have this, this full basement. It's like the entirety of their house is also a basement. And... Uh, it's an unfinished basement. So what they did is they just lined it with bookshelves for my grandfather's book collection. And then he's, you know, bought and sold books from the basement for a very, very long time. And then he owned a bookstore. He started a library at a college. He's the book guy. And so I've been down in the basement my entire, you know, life. I've been going up and down the stairs of the space. And I needed, I actually, for those of you who are watching visually, I have like this little tiny collection of books on my desk, just this, these tiny ones, and they keep falling over because I don't have any, these called bookends, which you can't find just in a regular store <laughs> anymore because <laughs> books, people don't have books anymore, I guess. But my grandfather, I just remembered seeing a shelf that had bookends. And so when I went over to my grandmother's house over the weekend, I asked her, I was like, can I go downstairs and, and pick out like maybe one or two bookends that I know I've seen several times and she's like oh yeah sure so I found probably about six uh, and I wasn't nice. going through them mm -hmm. they're pretty cool they remind me of the video game that I'm playing called wild rp it's just like mm -hmm. this old western kind of horse with a saddle which this would have meant nothing to me several years ago but now I'm like oh my gosh it's so many <laughs> all right anyway I turn the corner um and I glance down this dark aisle of of shelving and there is 40 more <laughs> like it was this entire wow. section of collected bookends that he has been picking up had been picking up through the years of various places that he'd stop and find one so i then because i'm i'm this way i then had to look at every single one of them and and kind of think about okay i know i selected the horse one but is there one that's more meaningful to me because as a collector family things become meaningful to you mm -hmm. so it's just on top of all the things my grandfather collected or you know worked towards, this was unexpected to just turn this corner and see just shelf after shelf after shelf of various bookends that I don't know that anyone's ever gonna be interested in them. You know, maybe the mm -hmm. family will you know share them because we all love books. But um, does anyone even collect those anymore? Don't know. But it was really really interesting. There was hand carved wooden ones from Africa. There was one. There was a, a pair that. Uh, had globes so it was like a l-shaped you know the, the part that would hold the books up the l-shape and then in the in the air and space between them was a globe that would turn that was so rad That's i almost cool. got those i was like globes who has globes anymore it's globes and a book and all at the same time uh i had to just calm my brain down and just go no nay <laughs> pick the horsies they made you happy go upstairs <laughs> be part of your family instead of in the basement with all the spiders 
So it got me thinking though about just things that people collect around us. And I think most of us probably have a collector in our world somewhere. Well, it's kind of human nature. There's a there's a mm-hmm. part of human nature that is to hoard things, that is to, you know, yeah. uh keep things so that you always have them and that you always remember them and that that's yours. You know, there's there's this there's this part of it that's unhealthy, but there is also this part of it that's really healthy. There's this part of it that is about uh, you know, history and um, you know, stories and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think we all tend to do that. When I was growing up, I collected several things. Um, I collected bouncy balls, just those little rubber balls that like super yeah, balls, some people call them. I still have a, a ton of them. So anytime, you know, we or somebody else would go somewhere, they'd, you know, buy a strange bouncy ball and I and actually bring it back, have so. one of the bouncy balls that you made because you had a bouncy ball maker. That's true. Somebody got me a thing mm-hmm. that, yeah, I could make it's just those... down there on that shelf. Um, oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, that's amazing. It... <laughs> it's not a it does not bounce anymore. I nope. guarantee that thing made bouncy balls that bounced for like a week and then and became then like hardened. rocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that machine was cool. It was like all these little microscopic pieces of rubber uh-huh. that it yeah. would that you could like put different colors in and then they would coalesce together and you you made a little bouncy ball out of it. But those hard those pieces of rubber would harden. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, now it's a weapon, 100%, but it's down yeah. there. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, also, uh, cans, like soda cans, pop cans. Um, we had a stairway that went down into our basement, and there was a ledge, like an even ledge along mm-hmm. the wall there by the stairway. Yeah. Yep. And stacked from that ledge to the ceiling all the way across were all different pop cans. So not like Why, just though? a whole, well, because they're all different, so they're unique. And so there are collectible pop cans as well. So oh. 7-Up at one point, I think in the 80s, did a 50 states run of their pop cans. And I had all 50 states, you know, like Where on that. Where are they now? I have no idea. Thrown away, okay. probably. So, okay. yeah, that was just a collection curious. I just didn't keep. And mm-hmm. I had Wheaties boxes, a collection of Wheaties boxes with different athletes on them that I didn't keep. This is so surprising to me. Maybe it's because it's youth into like, you know, you became a, a parent and all this mm-hmm. stuff and like, you know, time changed and, and things like that. But like now you have so few things that you hold on to. You have just the most important items. I guess you should, I guess you collect your uh, movie memorabilia. Well, I have a friend who, who has helped me uh, collect dice. Uh, I gave considering, those to you. Considering my, uh, almost everything. There are some of my own dice in here, but yeah. <laughs> Here you mostly go. yours mostly yours <laughs> yeah I, uh, I stole out of that collection uh thank you for that um, <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome and then yeah this is the this is the only other thing i collect uh which is physical media boxes. so the steel books um yeah. i think they're gorgeous i just like i just love the simplicity of like the beautiful art uh you know front and back there's no like all the stuff that usually comes on dvds with all the yeah. like you know information or whatever in a world of sand and sandworms <laughs> comes a way to survive in the sand and sandworm place so <laughs> recycling your pee there yeah that's, they're just, that's the synopsis for dune absolutely gorgeous podcast um, listener that doesn't make any sense he held up a steel uh <laughs> a steel box steel what is it steel book steel book of dune which I is did why just i just opened that. this one and um the 4k disc isn't in there so you're I, welcome i don't know who stole that um but uh I'm very confused now. I'm very, well, very confused. That means, folks, the show is over because Aaron's yep, brain is now find, consumed uh... by who, where the 4K is. And until it's found, uh, he won't be able to rest. So while you do that, let's jump over <laughs> to some chat uh, responses. JCD says, um, my aunt collected cats. 
I think by the time she passed, she had 20. Oh my gosh. I cannot, I love cats. I can't imagine having that many because it's you're really, really outnumbered, but also I'm very allergic. Um, uh, Vio Doque says, uh, I used to collect comics until I went to college and didn't have any money. And now I guess my wife and I collect plants in the garden specifically. Hmm. That's a good, you know, but plants in the house are okay too. Comics, man. Jumping off of that, yeah. Castro says, I collect books I don't read, notebooks I don't write in, and ideas I don't turn into stories. I feel that in my soul. Just over there, I have a whole bunch of really cool notebooks that are for the future of writing that I never get to. I super, super get that. Yeah. Um, also, web comics that uh, those I do read. I love web comics. Have we talked about this before, Castro? I love web comics. One of my very, very favorite web comics is Gunner Craig Court. So good, has been going on for so long. I've been keeping up with it for over 10 years. It's amazing. I don't know. I could go on about web comics way too long, though. Well, how do you collect web comics, though? Oh, it, like to me, this is more of like a mental collection. I have a series of web comics I can't not keep up with every week. So mm. it's like more, I guess, con consumable media, I guess, is probably a sure. collection in my brain. I was just actually. thinking digital collection uh, becomes very interesting like then we start to get into the nft space right like yeah, you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing jagged says it's me i am the collector i will tweet a pic of my stairwell in the basement which is just a small part of my collection okay okay i will All go right. to twitter Fair and enough. find that what were you saying Aaron? i'm sorry no, no 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 i just it's interesting because we are entering in a world where digital collection is becoming a thing like it's you know and trying to figure out what that means and what it means to own something digitally and and all Whoa. that kind of stuff so yeah. Okay, 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 okay. How do I do the thing where I do the thing where I share the stuff and I do the thing? Share my screen, share a window, share a tab. Here we go. Chat. Ah. Okay, so we have this one mm -hmm. into Star this Wars. one. Mm -hmm. There's lots of Star Wars memorabilia. Very nice. The memorabilia. That's a little Very staircase cool. ledge. It's a great place for collections. Staircase ledge <laughs> FTW. Uh, this one, I don't know this word. Uh, my mom collects Fostoria dishware. Fostoria dishware. What is a Fostoria dishware? Is this like a. Um... It's probably just a certain brand, right? Yeah. You could look that up. Uh, inward hard flip. I collect VHS tapes. What a bulky, chunky collection that must be. Mm hmm. I wonder yeah, it's those, just like those a were... fine chai. It's like a fine crystal uh, glassware oh, kind of stuff. Very, very nice. Um, Real Mikey Alexander, the collector. It's me. Oh, so many collectors in the chat today. Uh, superhero stuff is everywhere in my place. Kryptonite, batter, battering, Ant Man's helmet, Green Lantern, the Flash's ring. Oh, so like you collect their stuff. That's fun. So you mm -hmm. could totally dress up as a superhero at any point in time. Or if someone comes over and you don't like them, you can get the Kryptonite and go put it by them and see how they react. Uh, Real Mikey was saying earlier that he did not move to Florida for cold weather. Apparently it's cold there today. I will just say, Real Mikey, uh, here up north quite a ways, it's going to be in the mid-60s today. So I have no idea what's going on. But then on. by like Wednesday, it's going to be oh, yeah. icing and snowing. Yeah. No, I mean, So yes. maybe uh, your cold weather is coming up to us. Yeah. I don't know if weather patterns work that way. That's but in exactly my mind, how it, it works today. <laughs> it gets cold in Florida mm -hmm. and then just shifts up, you that's know, what, north, that's what's northwest. happening. Northwest. Yes. Mm -hmm. The weather usually travels northwest. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. and it goes, it circles around too because it's going right, to come. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. depending on who requests it, you know, it has to that's take right. into account, mm -hmm. you know, who wants which weather and that kind of mm -hmm. Yep. It says, I have almost 400 movies and 70 to 80 steelbooks. That's awesome. 
That is very cool. Uh, <sighs> I, I that that reminds me. Uh, if you're, you know, if I'm going to truly collect something, I have to have a spreadsheet of said collection, and I do for all of my steel books and uh, everything. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, oh, you so you, puppies. Aw, oh, they have separate. They have separate sleeping arrangements yes. right now. Yes, yes, and look, I'm on the fish. I'm on the fish eye side. <laughs> I don't know if I like this camera, by the way, guys. I'm thinking about getting another one. But here's the puppies. They're 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 having um an argument these days. So. Are they fighting? What are they fighting about? Well, they went to the vet for a um uh, a dental cleaning. Mm-hmm. They went to the vet for a dental cleaning, and uh, when they came out of the dental cleaning, they have had more arguments between them i don't know if it's because they were in pain or groggy but over the last few days they've just been at odds with each other hmm. it's the first time i've seen them argue this much but they if they start to like pile up on top of each other they get like growly and they want their space so i i got both of the beds in here today for them and they wow. seem to be very happy but it is it's weird to see it happen that is that's got to be interesting i've never known them not to be like just like all On, over each other. I know. Yeah. They're like they're like one dog with two mm-hmm. heads. They're like mm-hmm. s- what's the name of Cerberus? Cer- Cerebrum? Cer- Cer- I, no, that's Cer- like an X Cer- that's an X-Men thing. <laughs> I don't know. Cer- 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 Bell. I don't remember, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh I did just look at my uh, steelbook collection. I now have two hundred and thirty four K steelbooks and some uh Blu-ray steelbooks as well. So Mm-mm-mm. I love love the steelbooks. Love them. Oh, oh, we have, we have, an, we have more in the thread. Apparently, let me see okay. if I can. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I'm missing it. Okay, I'll look again. I just posted some of my superhero trophy room collection to the DNA episode. Th- if you mean on Twitter, I don't see it yet. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I put it in the wrong spot. Well, while I'll you're look looking, uh, Jagged says, Aaron, can you share that spreadsheet or the template? I'd love to make one of no, my own. No, because then you're gonna know what to not- steal. Gosh. <laughs> apparently, somebody's stealing my 4Ks. So, yeah. Cerebus. Cerberus? Cerberus. Cerberus. Oh, I found it. I found it. I found it. Okay. Share stuff over here. Uh, Podcast listeners, we are looking at more cool collectible stuff. Whoa, look at those rings. Heck yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That's some Green Lantern stuff right there. Ooh. Yeah. Some Wonder Woman. Some Ant-Man. That Ant-Man helmet is pretty rad. That's legit. Lit up. (laughs) That's incredible. Those are fun. Cool. Nice. Wow. Very, very we cool. do have collectors in here, yo. Yeah, we do. Um, let's see. Should I should I share what my uh, collecting thing looks like? What do you mean your collecting thing? No, my spreadsheet. Should I show should I show what my spreadsheet looks like? No. That's a no. See, I don't know these things sometimes. Sure. Would that be good for people or would people be like, well, I, this is now the most boring podcast ever. We're literally no, looking I at think, a spreadsheet. Listen, listen. If you want to know what it's like to be friends with Aaron, you look at spreadsheets <laughs> from time to time. It's totally normal. Yeah, you can show it off if you want to. I'm just being a butt. All right. Uh, let's see. I'll throw up some more comments while you're doing that. Slab says I collect a few things. Vinyl pop figures, shot glasses, and physical media. Okay, here we, here we are, Chad. So this is the 4K Steelbook. Basically, uh, I just have the title of the thing, the actual release date, because I actually sort my stuff by release date. Uh, what kind of discs I have of it. So if I have multiple discs of the same movie, those are in there. And then if I have it on digital, if that digital is 4K, what resolution? And then if it's been sorted into my wall, I mark it off. So, so yeah. So that's basically how I do it on every, uh, you know, each kind of individual. So these are the Blu-ray steelbooks, um, Blu-rays, that kind of, so yeah, there you go. 
How was that today? Feel okay? That was great, Aaron. That okay. was great. All right. I, I hope mm -hmm. you weren't too bored. No, no. Listen, okay. I have I have buttons to click. I was looking at all <laughs> kinds of stuff over here. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you ready to go on to your, your sure. question for today, Mr. Absolutely. Dicer? Yours was a big one. Um, oh, mine, I, maybe real, not real so quick, much. Professor Lichen, uh, playing cards. 400 decks of playing cards. <laughs> wow. Holy moly. He, uh, so just like regular playing cards are like CCGs, like collectible card games. Because I had a whole bunch of like uh, from the X-Files CCG. Um, wow. But, but if you're just talking like regular decks of, you know, 52 playing cards plus the Jokers or whatever, that's, that's really uh, cool. They, have, they buy two of each so that they don't have to open one. And then the most expensive deck is $350. Wow. That's crazy. And you bought a three hundred fifty, uh, two three hundred fifty dollar decks of playing cards, and you actually opened one. Maybe it's maybe it's like worth it now. You know what I okay. mean? Like it's right, it's right, a rare one or something. It's appreciated in value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, my topic for today: What's the last thing you found that felt like it was designed for you, specifically for use? Mm -hmm. It could be anything. Um, it could be an activity, a food, whatever. This comes from what was originally going to be. My answer to one of my topics that I forgot, if you remember, a couple weeks ago when I was like, what's something you're going to try new in 2022? And I was like, I know there was something I was thinking of, but now I can't remember. This is the answer to that question as well. Something that uh, feels like it was specifically designed for me. Uh, we are on the Rover app. We've got people bringing their dogs by to dog sit, and it is so perfect for us because we don't want our own dogs. We don't want the hassle of having to find somewhere for them, that kind of thing. But we love loving on puppies. And we had our first couple puppies over uh, this past weekend and it was so great. We loved it so much and we got paid for it. It was wild. Um, so like, it's just, it's this perfect thing for us. Um, That's awesome. So, yeah. I didn't even yeah. know that was a thing, but it makes sense because people have dogs. Mm -hmm. They need someone to watch them. Why not right. find someone that could watch your puppy? And then who's you're not kind worried about caring taking them to a kennel and are they going to get right. good care there and how much it costs and you know it's it's pretty reasonable rates and Let's just drop off your dog for a few yeah. days pick him back up hand him some cash that's what we, we do with you for years anyway you've been doing that for us <laughs> since you've been friends with us that's true it's Only, true and with us it's the same thing right it's like uh we're leaving in four days we have no one to watch our dogs by the way we have a saint bernard how can you come uh -huh. help me with my right. life situation right yeah. So yeah, it was really fun because like what last week you're like, hey, check out my 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 guests, and you pick up these two adorable puppies. And you're like, this mm -hmm. one's precious, and this one's pumpernickel. <laughs> <laughs> I think technically Yachty and Abby, but yes, yeah, you, you were close. Are you gonna keep a Are you gonna keep a running tab? Are you gonna keep a spreadsheet on all of the names of all the dogs and like? <laughs> I don't. I don't have to. I love them so much. Like I, I will just remember <laughs> them always. We will always Aww. be friends. Uh, we got an inc incredible review from because it was our first and. They reviewed us on the app or whatever, gave us five stars and, you know, said that, that they, you know, the dogs had a great time and that they would bring them back anytime. And I'm just like, oh, it feels so good. So nice. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Um, JC says it's a new series, but The Legend of Vox Machina on Amazon Prime feels very much like my kind of series so yeah. far. I am yeah. excited to watch that, obviously. Oh, and going back to the other one, Professor Lichen says, I uh, was able to grab one of the $350 deck because they only made 500 of them. It's etched stainless steel deck, uh, full, 52 plus the, the 
Jokers. Jokers. Mm-hmm. Um, it was three fifty when I bought it, and I have no idea what it's worth now. Wow! Ooh, wow, it's stainless steel. We like should each find card out. is stainless steel. Can we steel? find out? Isn't that dangerous? It's like it's a. Be very hard to do a, sh- a shuffle. <laughs> it's like Gambit from X Men. If if he uh, empowered mm-hmm. those. That's stainless right. Steel. Oh, that and is that a gambit so... deck right there. Yeah. Yeah. He would decapitate yeah. people with that. Um, back to your question, though, Aaron, or your, comp, your, <laughs> your chat. Jagged asks, um, do they have a rover app for children? I'm asking for. for... <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's funny. That would be much more complicated, I think. I think uh, it's called babysitting. It is called. I bet there are babysitting apps. There have oh, to sure. be babysitting oh, 100%. apps. Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's all these profiles of who the people are and background we checks. Have, we both we both had to get background checks. Both my wife and I had mm-hmm. to get background checks for the Rover app. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would be I, I would be scared to drop off my child mm-hmm. or my animals of people I didn't yeah. know. I mean, I know you, and I think you're a great you're a great candidate for something like this because you guys are really awesome with puppies mm-hmm. and um. So what a cool thing. Uh, Lolly says yeah. in the UK, Paul McCartney started a charity that matches people who don't have a dog of their own but want to walk one. Uh, then they match to people who are in a hospital or ill and need temporary help managing their pets. What a great mm-hmm. idea. That's a yep. great idea. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, Real Monkey Alexander, back on the Twitter feed, guys. I just posted a pic of some iguana that wandered up to my door. Maybe he heard about the collection. <laughs> like just now wandered up to your door? Welcome to Florida. Welcome to Florida. Is this something that happens? Yeah, I was looking. Re- I was just looking this week about uh, how to establish temporary residency in Florida, so I could get tickets to Disney. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing! Look I was like, the- nope, there's no way around it. That's a really big lizard. Yeah, that's an iguana that just came up to your house. Like, yeah. hey, have he's you heard like, about our Lord and Savior? No, he's just like iguana. Say hi. So I, I'm here. <laughs> uh huh. That's what he did. Wow. That is exactly what he did. Wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for clarification, Professor, um, I would have, I would never shuffle it. I've only ever taken one card out of the sleeve. I debated long and hard about throwing one. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, oh, well, regular no. playing cards are so fun to throw, right? Like you just, you got that kind of just like thing that you can do with them, uh-huh. and you can, you they do some damage. So man, steel ones would be a steel one is dangerous. That's yeah. like in case of emergency, you know, someone breaks into your house and you need to have a weapon, and you decide not to mm-hmm. opt for the candelabra. Yeah, let's go for that. Yeah, uh, let's see. He's a juvenile. How do you know these things? Well, you know these things because you're a zoologist. Apparently, apparently. Uh, Inward Heart Flip says there's a DIY skate park right beside where my dad works, which is perfect uh, for them. Um, yeah, considering I believe your username is a skating term, uh, that would make that would make a lot of sense. I thought so. the Inward Heart Flip was like when you flip someone off and you like really go underneath <laughs> and out, like the Inward Heart Flip. That's what I thought. I think it is that as well. I think it yeah. is that as well. A, uh, it has been adapted. The only inward uses. hard flip that I can do. Let's just <laughs> be clear. Um, you know, the, this this was an interesting question for me to be pondering because I, I, this happened in my life when I met Aaron, actually. Uh, it was about radio. Mm-hmm. Um, when I discovered radio, I really felt like it was something that was designed for me because I don't get afraid at the microphone. I just talk. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I'm kind of, I don't know, designed for entertainment. I have always loved making people laugh. And uh, I, I've always loved talking with people and things like this. 
And I think also just the cadence of my voice and the, and how I speak works well for radio. But I didn't know any of those things. I wasn't I didn't go to radio uh, broadcasting classes or anything like that. It was just part of who I was. And so people told me that I would be good on radio for a really, 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 really long time. And I finally reached out to the radio station and then it turned into me having a career and meeting Aaron. But for a while there, it, every single day that I walked into that job, it felt like I was designed for it or it was designed for me, mm -hmm. one of, one of yep. the two, because it wasn't just jumping into a show and having conversation. I mean, it was hard work. It it took a lot of mental, the, the mental gymnastics of radio is something that I wasn't prepared for, but I still did it. And I was still like able to kind of do the gymnastics of, okay, we're live in 30 seconds, push this button, do this thing over here. You know, like you're thinking about six things at the same time and then succincting all of your thoughts down into 90 seconds in between music. It was a really fun experiment that changed how, how I talk, how I like how I think about entertainment. Um, but then at the end of the day, there's also so many other things to do. There's promotions and there's events to, to do. There's people to meet. So the part of me that always likes to try new things and, and do more than one thing, this job also had all of that as well. So it wasn't like I was just stuck in one kind of every single day doing the same thing. It's like every day was a different show. Um, there was consistency to it that where I learned the importance of consistency and things like that. So I've, I've learned a lot from radio, but I also feel like it was something that I was like, holy God, ah, I was made for this. This is something that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't really felt that before in a job. They'd all had just been like, oh, this is interesting. I'll try this sort yeah. of experiments. Um, but that was one where I felt like it was a really good fit. So it is a wonderful feeling when you have that about your vocation, when you can look yeah. at your vocation and go, oh, somebody's going to pay me to do something that I feel like I was made to do. Like, that's just, you know, yeah, uh, because there's so it's so much there's so much less friction, even though the work is hard. Uh, it doesn't feel as hard because it's frictionless. You know, it feels like, oh, I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. I was made to do it. Um, that kind of thing. So, yeah, you definitely had that. You you are a very natural communicator. Um, there's this there's this weird balance between mic fright, like where people are afraid of being in front of like they clam up when they get in front of a microphone or a camera. Mm -hmm. And then on the other end of that, there's this over performance thing that happens. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> they turn into like a and, real world right, where, a where a microphone <laughs> can turn somebody into something they're really not. Um, and you, you didn't have, you had the perfect balance of just natural communicator microphone gets in front of you. You totally understand. You're still talking to somebody. You're still talking to a friend, you know, it's instead of I'm talking yeah. to a microphone and I don't know who's listening and what, what am I supposed to say? Uh, so yeah, it's, it was really incredible to see that. And you still use that in your job. You know what I mean? Like, even though we're not technically doing quote unquote no. radio, we are still doing things like this. We're still doing, mm -hmm. uh, you know, other podcasts, other video shows, uh, the stuff you do on Twitch, you know, it's all stuff that you were made to do. So, so yeah, yeah. it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, I'm going to answer the question from, um, or the, the comments from, let's see, I just saw a pop in about from professor Lichen being told about radio. I've got some ideas that I can share if you're, but we'll get to the you question part of things. Sure. Uh, Castro said, fidget toys are made for me. I agree. Um, Danae will tell like you. Are those kind of square one? Are the, the cubes well, I, this that is have the different one, this sides? Is, okay. This is the one that, that I have with me uh, at all times when I'm working. Oftentimes, you'll see me just kind of holding it 
over here mm -hmm. or off camera and there's a you know there's just different stuff on each side for my thumb to do or my fingers to to press on uh danae yeah. will tell me she would have to give me like a paper towel or something yes. to put in my hands that was quiet yes, during the show otherwise it would be this the whole time because <laughs> i just find something around me that i that you know that the i have to play with thing <laughs> it wasn't always really loud but yeah it would be <laughs> i think the loudest thing on this is the the, the switch mm -hmm. but it's yeah. not that it's not that yeah loud. fidget toys are really good for you yes there's there's always mm -hmm. in our in our studio there was always a cloth and uh when we were giving studio tours i remember people being like so so oh tell me about this uh, and, and I would say, now this cloth is really important. You might think it's so that we can wipe up messes, but actually this is Aaron's show whoopee. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he, he needs it for peace, <laughs> peace mm -hmm. of mind. <laughs> yep. I am a fidgeter. I definitely, definitely am. Um, Uayadurake says, Wordle is made for me because five letter words is about as much as I can handle. <laughs> Wordle is taking the world by storm, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I have such mixed feelings on Wordle. Uh, it is such a fun game. I love it very much. Um, I just I don't I don't understand just the showing of the boxes because it's this it's this really almost especially when you do it publicly. It, it feels a little bit passive aggressive. There's this a passive aggressiveness to it that's like I'm not going to explain to you what this is. Just know this I'm is a thing I'm doing it. and you're not, and Look I'm probably good yes. at it. That's right. Trust. <laughs> like, Trust. And I know people I don't mean it that way. People don't mean it that way, but it's just it's it's kind of this this really interesting thing. I think it's the visual of the boxes that people really like and uh, and like sharing. So, um, but but yes, I have shared some of my wordles with friends, uh, like in friends chats and stuff. But yes, uh, we have a nice but, little friend chat going. But I do not share them uh, publicly. No. <laughs> Although my very my my very first wordle uh, I got into, and so I was very proud of that. And then it's all downhill from there. Yes, the very first wordle was one that I introduced Aaron to, and he goes, "Oh, great, another efficiency game for me to get <laughs> completely distracted by." <laughs> Because <laughs> you have uh, to start, you have to start with stale or least or something that has those five letters. That has to be your starting word, if, so, or you're playing wrong. So jagged, this is a this is a game. <laughs> um, you can go to Twitter. Uh, there's lots of wordle things, and essentially you just put five letters in a word, a five uh, a word with five letters in it, and then it tells you how many letters you have correct and in the right place or things like this and then you just try to figure out in six moves or less i think yeah uh, what the moves. actual word is yeah yep yep, yep. uh lolly says excuse my cynicism but some people definitely mean it that way and are being <laughs> passive aggressive <laughs> it can feel that way even if they don't mean it like it's i don't know it's it's just one of those weird things like why are you sharing something so cryptic so publicly that just yeah. it's it's chris it's says most world results i see are look how fast i got lucky today instead of someone <laughs> actually puzzling it together yes it is it's like mastermind with words that's exactly what it is yes yeah yeah good call mm -hmm. good call mm -hmm. <laughs> um real mikey alexander says fitting into my career feels like this too once i learned animal care was an option i never looked back yeah there's just some things you're like oh i made for this this is actually one of the reasons i did not go to college whenever it was like college years you know mm -hmm. the standard college years because i didn't know what i wanted to do and um you're kind of picking a lane and you're saying this is the direction i'm going and i'm just I'm more of an experiential person. And every time I've had a job or something, there's something that I've found in it that I really enjoy. 
but that one hit a lot of levels um, in a way that I hadn't experienced before. So it was really cool. Well, are you ready to go on to some you questions? Oh, sure, we can do that. Uh, Real Monkey says chocolate digestive biscuits are made for me, uh, and then three cry laughy face emojis. Um, yeah, uh, that's a very English thing, digestive biscuits. But uh, but we just say cookies probably here. Chocolate. Lolly, you're not wrong. At least it's not Beatstar. I deleted Beatstar from my phone yesterday. <laughs> did you? Congratulations. I, did. I think yeah. that's a good choice for you. I'm just like this game makes me so stressed out. I I am so unhappy. It is, it is another answer to this question for me, though. I mean, I, I started playing that game and I was like, oh, this is like somehow my brain was made to process this and my thumbs were made to do this. Like it's I just I got my 41st diamond yesterday. So moving 41. on to the you questions, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this is the part of the show where you ask us questions. Anything can go yeah. go back to the chat. I think there's some that were in the chat, Aaron, but we can go back into the chat and, and grab a couple. But um, any question goes, we'll answer any question that you have if we can. There's some questions that we've skipped at times, but we kind of don't shy away from much. We really enjoy conversation with you yeah. guys. Ask anything. If we don't want to answer it, we won't. But yeah, ask us anything. Um, JCD says, have you ever watched something where you can see the brilliance in what is being done, but just don't like the finished product? Uh, <laughs> disappeared for You're me there. Danae, You're if you would. You're <laughs> welcome. Sorry about that. Uh, watched a movie yesterday that has great acting and, a beautif and is beautifully shot, but I just can't buy into what I'm being shown. Of course, yeah, of course. I mean, movies is my answers would all be about movies for this. I mean, maybe not all. Maybe I could think of some other stuff too, but there are certainly plenty of movies I look at and go, oh, yeah, that's very well done. Doesn't connect to me at all. Not interested. Um, that, that happens often, actually. So, and I think it does. For, uh, for lots of people. Yeah, mine's Facebook, right? Like, I see what you're doing. Uh, it's brilliant. I love the idea of linking people together, but uh, I don't like the finished product. Like, things, there's some websites or some media, like some companies that are built, you know, that's like, man, what you're doing here is really, really great and really, really amazing, but I don't like the finished product. And I can say that about some of my jobs too, where, man, the amount of moving pieces to have a final product is incredible but I can't get behind the final product. Like I want I want it to be something a little bit different or a lot different. Um, and I could say that about some of the jobs I've had as well. So yeah, yeah that's my yeah. question. I'm gonna go back up to the comment that made me think of, but they okay. have to find it, they have to find it. All right, it. I have another one that we can do while you're, while mm -hmm. you're finding it. Mm -hmm. uh, Professor Lichen says, you question, what's your perfect breakfast? Ooh, eggs and toast, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm for so, me, I'm such a dork, but eggs I, and toast. I have a, a very specific answer to this that is also a general answer. Uh, I'll go with the general part of it first. A great breakfast burrito is, is the correct answer for me that has all the pieces of breakfast I love with some cheese and a, you know, a nice tortilla. The specific answer is Chick-fil-A's breakfast burrito it is it the is best okay. breakfast burrito i've ever had and i wouldn't have thought that a breaded chicken in a breakfast burrito would be good and yet it's incredible so yeah i think breakfast burrito is probably my answer to this although i will say i haven't eaten breakfast in probably six months so um except just on occasion but like on a on a consistent basis um i haven't had a bowl of cereal in over a month like like a bowl of cereal was like a daily thing for me um so yeah, it's been it's been really interesting. What happened to your honest. brand, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm doing cachava now, uh, which I love and has so many of the things my my body needs that yeah, it's all yeah, good. Get all my I fiber love, in there. Yeah, I I'm a uh, like a if I can make a really good 
fried egg with mm. some delicious toast. My favorite yep. bread is the um, sprouted grains toast, where it's kind of like really thick toast um, mm-hmm. with a lot of with a lot of butter. <laughs> yeah, I'm a simple person. Um, so earlier, Professor Lichen, you said that you were also told that you'd be good in radio and you have no idea where to even start. This isn't a question, but sure I don't is. know that yeah. this would work for everybody, but, um, I started with, uh, someone else's connection. So one of my massage clients was the last person who said you should be on radio before I called the radio station. Like I said, I had heard that a lot. So, um, she said, I know of someone who works there. So if someone ever says you'd be good on radio and they know like a local station, then you can use that as an in. So when I called the station and said, this is the strangest chat ever, but I've been told I'd be good in radio. So here I'm calling you so that I can just say it. And there you go. Um, I was told to talk to someone named Chalmier. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that kind of opened the door really anytime that you can have someone's name that you've been recommended to talk to. But it's not necessarily like being in radio isn't just about doing a show or having a voice. It really is about doing a lot of things all at the same time. So, you know, you're taking a phone call, hopefully you're editing that phone call, you're turning it around into, you know, content that's interesting for other people to listen to, um, producing things, and also many, many other things that a radio station needs to run because there's not a lot of people that work inside of radio stations. So it's like one of those jobs where you're going to be doing a lot of things more than just talking on the radio. So it's the best of jobs. It's the worst of jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, I, I would caution against it actually at this point in 2022, there are so many other avenues that you could use those gifts in a, like a, a passion way that could lead to something if you're truly uh, connective. Finding an audience is always going to be difficult, but if you are passionate and communicate well and are, um, you know, uh, have good good chemistry with someone else or have good charisma yourself, you can find an audience online now. Um, I was gonna say pretty easily, but not pretty easily. But if, again, if if you're checking all those boxes, the audience will, uh, will show up. You don't need a radio station. To find no, an audience not anymore. anymore. No, you just don't. So no, I think yeah. I, I think it's just yeah. If you're passionate about you know talking like uh, professor like an ads, I do Twitch streaming and people appear to really enjoy my chatting streams. I was told I've got a great voice for it. I've even done a bedtime story stream that women seem to especially appreciate. <laughs> oh my. Well, Professor Lakin. Oh, professor Light. <laughs> Good night, Moon. <laughs> <laughs> no, Danae. <laughs> no, not that book. Uh, yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think the Twitch is a great avenue to go. Uh, you know, any, any of the broadcast places that you can find an audience. Um, it's a weird world. There's, you know, there's becoming more, more creators, more people who want to find an audience in less and less consumers who just want to, you know, watch stuff they like. So it's, it's a really interesting world with podcasts and video streaming and, so many people and you're finding i think you're seeing a lot with a lot of content creators that they get down the road even when they find an audience and go what 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 did i want out of this you know what i mean like what what was i trying to you know find with an audience and if you don't have the answer to that question before you start that can get really confusing and is why you see a lot of people just dropping off 
the planet, you know, because they're just like, I don't, I don't know why I'm doing this anymore. It's just causing anxiety. I feel like I always have to put out new content. Like it's, it's a tricky thing. It's a tricky thing to understand your, your purpose in, um, creating content and finding an audience. So, um, answer that question early, early on. What is your goal? What is your purpose to find an audience? Um, so yeah. Uh, real wants to know if you can pet the dogs. I mean, you In your can mind? pretend. Yeah. <laughs> sure. They have so they have very soft fur. Um, the softer fur dog is soft the with the fur. With the fur is Twix, the first dog that I had in my lab. Um, and then the second dog is also very very soft. They're regularly groomed, and so they smell delicious. Uh, yeah. Envision the first one melts into you. The second one's like a tank. So the first one's like floppy, and the second dog is like this little tank machine that just sits there. So yeah. as you envision the puppies, that's what you're going to want to add to that. You question Groundhog Day is on Wednesday. What is your favorite time loop movie or TV episode? You would think that would be a limited choice, but man, there are so many of them <laughs> uh, anymore. Palm Springs is one of my favorite recent ones. Uh, highly recommend Palm Springs. Lots and lots of fun. That's the Andy Samberg one. Um, but I don't think anything beats the original. I think Groundhog Day is, you know, the go-to for a reason. So, man, that's a hard to one today. Did you see like Happy Death Day? Maybe no. that. Was, yeah, that might be a fun one. No, um, the first thing that I think of is Loki, which okay. is odd. But there's a scene in Loki where they time loop him over and over again, mm -hmm. so that he yeah. just kind of like enters his own little prison and gets punched over and over again. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think he gets a knee in the groin, which is just terrible to do to somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, but I can really, confirm. I I really enjoyed the the time loop stuff. As questionable as I find it all, like logically and how that works and all that mm -hmm. stuff, the you know the power behind it all. Um, there's some interesting stuff I think in the Marvel universe that I've been like, oh, that's interesting. I like that. Loki is the most recent one that I can remember, but I really forget a lot of the content that I watch. Mm -hmm. Um. One of my most favorite time travel conversations. No, wait, there was one recently where we were dealing a lot with time travel. We send it. It was Meet the Robinsons, I think. That was not a favorite. It wasn't, it wasn't as much a time loop as just a time travel kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Time time loop. That's that's the one. It's a time loop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can't think of very many. Yeah, because once you get in time travel, it expands the category that does. in, Too in much. a good way. I mean, no, no, no. It doesn't expand it. I mean, it, it becomes a bigger conversation. Too but much. it's it's been crazy how many of these time loop stories there was also a great tv show that i'm i'm forgetting the name uh of right now where i, I thought they were going to make more seasons but it she you know she just kept waking up on the same day and um it was really interesting because they started to incorporate the idea that other people may be experiencing similar things concurrently um which gets really confusing uh edge of tomorrow has been mentioned in the chat uh which is another uh, really interesting one that I, I think is an incredible film right up until the ending. I think it blows the ending a little bit. Russian Doll. Thank you, Chris. Russian Doll was the name of that show uh, that I was talking about. So, yeah. So, there's been a lot. There's been a lot. Uh, yeah. You guys had a lot of answers to that. Oh, Quantum Man. Leap. Yeah. That's an interesting one. I think Quantum um, Leap's coming back. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Real Mike Alexander. Is the puppy's father the dog from Fraggle Rock? Uh, you're talking about Sprocket. And mm -hmm. fun fact. Yes. I have a... It's down there. I have a metal lunchbox with fraggle rock on it down here 
And when, oh, guys, guys, the puppies are cuddling with each other. Oh, they're <gasps> back together. They're back together. Aww, they put <laughs> yeah. their differences aside. Oh, it just took the morning DNA to do it. Um, <laughs> Bringing puppies together for 10 I years. Was, I was video chatting with. It's uh, our 10th year, by the way. Oh, that's insane. Of Shoe the Dough. Oh, this my is our 10th gosh. year of Shoe the Dough. Oh, we're so old. <laughs> um we uh i had i was chat video chatting with a friend and we're talking about fraggle rock and so i was showing off the lunch pail and he's like yeah because your dog is sprocket and i i have been calling reese's his name is actual name is reese's i've been saying he's like a mup a puppet muppet to me mm -hmm. for for the forever since he started to go wizard gray like he is because he wasn't always this color he was once a dark chocolate colored bl like blackish dog with um, like a tan stripe across his chest, like a Reese's Pieces peanut butter cup, which is why I called him Reese's. But now he is clearly a wizard. He's just mm -hmm. this old man wizard dog. Yeah. Uh, so yes, he does look exactly like Sprocket. And isn't it wonderful? I kind of want to rename him into like Rocket the Raccoon or Sprocket, but... Re Reese's the Gray. Reese's the Gray. Yeah, he's Reese's <laughs> the Gray, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Lolly says, you question, what's your fantasy casting for a new Quantum Leap show? Oh, oh man. Oh, my gosh. Um, wow. Let's see. Uh, somebody, somebody's got to have a, gr it's got to be, like, for the main two, which I forget the characters' names, um, but for the, the Dean Stockwell character and, uh, and hmm. the other. I, I think you have to have people with a good sense of humor. Um, because there's something befuddling about that whole experience that I loved. Like he was always What's like, the, "What do yeah. I do now?" Like you mm -hmm. know, it was kind, he was of, kind of comedic, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. Um, what's the guy from the office that likes Pam? What's that guy? Uh, what's his Jim? Name? You talking about the guy that plays Jim Halpert? Yeah, yeah, that guy. He'd be fun for a lead, don't you think? Yeah, he's he can do comedy and he can do kind of like. No, that's good. That's good. I like mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm. I thought maybe you were, you were talking about. Um, I mean, there's so many people in the office that that uh, that. Can't, oh, Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi's the choice. That's right. Good call, real monkey. Zachary Levi would be perfect for that character um, that Scott Bakula played. Uh, yeah, Doctor Samuel Tomorrow. Beckett. That was a good answer to that question. That was mm -hmm. a really good one. Sorry, Luke. Sorry, Lucas. I missed that. John. Yeah. Chris Even though I said Chris it and talked about it for. Yeah, minutes. I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> this is my favorite thing. I was in the years. chat somewhere. I was in the chat somewhere <laughs> where you were, when you were talking about that thing for three minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's perfect. I think Zachary Levi is perfect for uh, Beckett for Sam Beckett, and then uh, for the um, I was gonna say somebody like Harrison Ford, but maybe somebody uh, you know a little bit younger than that for the yeah. And I don't know. I don't know who would be be the uh, the other. But anyhow, maybe somebody like um, what about somebody like Sigourney Weaver for the other part? You know, Ooh. for the one that's sending him, you know, through. Well, it has time to be somebody who can smoke a stogie and look great. So I yes. think Sigourney could I definitely do be, that. She could, yeah. she could, yeah, really, really do a good job of that. Yeah. So yeah, like, I, I think trying like to, that. I was just trying to figure out if there was a female that could kind of go into that role, and I think Sigourney yeah. is the answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So there you go. There's our fantasy uh, casting for the new quantum uh all right well thank you guys it's always a pleasure <laughs> to hang out with you on mondays uh or some days maybe uh yes as you heard shoe the dough will be celebrating its 10th anniversary this summer uh the very first uh podcast came out i believe in 
uh, it may have been even May. It was either May or June of 2012 was the very first Shoe the Dough uh, podcast that we put out. So we're coming up on that 10-year anniversary. Uh, if you would crazy. like to uh, get us something, uh, maybe you can become a uh, <laughs> member of Studio DNA. And, That's, uh, oh, okay. Okay, good. Yeah. <clears throat> you want to get us something? Here's our P.O. box. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you can always send us stuff if you want. I just thought, you know, <laughs> if we could... If we could shoot for those 41 Studio DNA members by our 10th anniversary date, we could do our uh, we could do a 10th anniversary Dungeons and Dragons. I'm genuinely so. nervous about that at this point. I feel like there was like a D and D moment, and then it, and then it was like kind of like past, and, and then you were not into it, and then now you're kind of so into, into it. it now. I'm so ready to do D and D, which makes me even more nervous. Yeah, for no, some I know. Reason. I know. No, I, know? it's be, it's yeah, it's because. It's because it was a lot easier uh, to lower expectations when it was like, this isn't something he's going to like. And now that I'm yeah. like, you know what? I may like, love oh, this. Oh, you know what? I kind of want to make a character that does this. I've been talking to Ian about this. And, you know, since somebody else mentioned that they liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. That's, that's not true. I understand what your brain just did there, but that is completely false. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just so mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking for something for us to rate into on cool. Twitch. Um, thanks again to all of my Twitch followers for making, um, Twitch so much fun. I'm going to be here tomorrow to do some role play like I do on every Tuesday. So, uh, I think I usually start around 6 PM central. So, uh, if you're not already getting notifications when I go live, you can shift over the little uh, notification icon and you'll get a notification when I go live as either Sadie Jean or Babs. And for those of you who are listening to the podcast for the last 10 years, huge thanks to you. Yeah. Um, we would love to invite you to check us out on visual format over on Twitch. Um, you can follow Aaron or myself and we will see you next week. Twitch is really interesting. We usually rate into somebody and there's lots of people that I can rate into. I think we're going to go, I wanna go say hi to Brush for Hire today because I have been supporting him for a year. Um, and so I want to, um, like, I wanna rate into him. So today we're gonna rate into Brush for Hire. You guys can watch him. He's doing um, miniature painting and it'll be kind of fun to just say hi to him and celebrate my, uh, my year of support, so. Very nice. Well, there you go. Love you guys. We'll catch you on the next Monday or Sunday. Yeah, guys, we'll catch you on the next Monday or Sunday, okay? Bye! Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can also be a member of Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, 
visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.